Hello and welcome to my podcast, Mind Your Mindset, with me, Sam Hafford, a podcast about creating a mindset for ourselves, which allows us to live the life we want to live and be the person we want to be. So with this episode, I've reached the halfway point on this sort of first season, I think, of the podcast, which, if you haven't already worked out, as loosely a theme based around communication, you know, why I believe it's so important to have open communication with yourself and others, uh, how to do it, what it looks like in different areas of your life, etc, etc. And I thought with today's episode, I wanted to kind of hone in a bit more on what this first half of the season has largely been about, which is self-awareness within that sort of communicate idea of communication and you know sort of why self-awareness is so important um, and why it's so crucial to get to the root of who you are to really understand yourself in as complete a way as possible you know the good the bad and the ugly as they say and it's incredibly hard I think to move forward positively in your life to grow that positive mindset uh, without an honest understanding of who you are you know what motivates you what drives you, uh, how you think, how you react, you know, the list goes on. And I, I really think this is something that's actually neglected by most people. You know, everyone wants to know what their path is, what they should do for their career, what they should do to be successful, what they should do to find a partner, uh, what they should ultimately do to be happy, because that's what we're all after. But I think completely ignore that first step, or maybe don't even realise it is even a step at all of sort of finding out and trying to understand more about who they really are. And that quest of self-awareness, I think, is really sort of left to gather dust with a lot of people. And, you know, being fair, I can completely see how it would happen. We go through life thinking, well, you know, of course I know who I am. I'm me. How would I be here otherwise? And I think it's not until we hit obstacles in our life that we're forced to question it. And that's something I've talked before about the fact that when we come across those obstacles in life, it's when we then sort of question things about ourselves but I, I would argue how can you possibly know what you want from life without an understanding of who you are and it sort of comes back to that idea that I've mentioned before of building on unstable foundations you know how can you build your life around a view of yourself you assume to be true you know as they say when we assume we really do make an ass out of you and me you know pardon the pun but it's so true like as a society we so rarely look inward at ourselves and take the time to figure out actually who we are you know so driven are we by like a preconceived notion of success you know so is it really any surprise that you know divorce rates anxiety mental health issues are the highest they've ever been and you know i'm sorry if i'm telling you something you already know which if you're listening to this podcast could well be the case but i, I really do think as a society we focus so much on the external um you know like on what what can i do to get what i want when I think the first question we should be asking ourselves when we're evaluating life is an internal question, you know, who am I? So hopefully that didn't come across as too much of a rant, but it's something I've become increasingly aware of over sort of recent years. And so I shouldn't complain too much without offering some practical ideas, I think, on how you can maybe help yourself to become a bit more self-aware, you know, like anything in this space that sort of this uh, self-help space you know positive mindset happiness fulfillment self-awareness isn't just flipping a switch and deciding now I'm more self-aware but what is a switch is that decision we can make that we want to start the process of becoming more self-aware and what I've tried to do is maybe sum up over the last few episodes um I've tried yeah trying to sum that up as well as add a few more ideas as to how you can go about that process and I think a great place to start is to note down 
in some way what you consider to be your top three strengths and weaknesses. Now, when I say note down, I'm very aware that this looks different for different people. I'm very self-aware of my love of typed and handwritten lists. Something slightly embarrassingly that I'm well known for is how I organise. It works for me, but I'm very aware for some people, the thought of writing a list is like asking them to commit some sort of terrible crime. So how you do this is down to you. You know, arty post-it notes dotted around your room, typed out on your phone, a trusty pad and paper. But however you do it, just that I think the simple act of writing down what you perceive to be your strengths and weaknesses can really reveal thought patterns about yourself that you perhaps didn't realise you held. And this, I think, can then be taken further, you know, next to each of those strengths and weaknesses. Try writing down what you perceive to be your evidence you have for these thoughts. You know, say you've written down under weaknesses, uh, I'm not intelligent. So what's your evidence for this? Maybe you said, I'm not good at maths, you know, an absolute classic. Well, let's unpick that a bit. You know, what are you measuring that against? Maybe the fact that your friends got better grades than you at school, you found it hard, it was your least favourite subject. Well, none of that is really evidence. You know, it's a comparison against a made up metric of what you've decided constitutes good at something. You know, more importantly, being good at math is only one measure of intelligence out of an infinite possibility. So just because it's something as a society maybe we've traditionally valued, in actual fact, it's no more important than I think any other intelligence type. You know, check what you've written under strengths. Maybe you've written I'm creative and you've got a fantastically creative intelligence you know, that's just that's just one example. And I think maybe that weakness isn't a weakness after all, you know, revel in your strengths, understand your weaknesses and see if there's an opportunity to develop those weaknesses so that maybe over time they no longer are weaknesses. And something else you can do with this is to get someone you sort of really trust to write down three strengths they think you have. And, you know, maybe even if you're feeling both particularly bold, you could do three weaknesses as well. But that can be quite an uncomfortable challenge for both parties unless you're really, really sort of secure with each other. But certainly with the strengths, people's view of you can surprise you and it can actually be wildly different from your own view of yourself. I did When I did this as part of a team building exercise in my job as a primary school teacher, the sort of results I got from it were actually really surprising. You know, some people actually noted strengths they thought I had in areas that I actually considered myself weak in. Um, and while we, you know, we actually shouldn't, we shouldn't rely on that, you know, absolutely, we shouldn't rely on, on it at all. But sometimes that external validation can show us parts of ourselves we didn't know we had, with the benefit of it helps us to become a bit more self aware and helps us start that process a bit. Um, and I, I have taken, in fact, this further myself with actual self awareness questionnaires that I've sent to a few close friends, you know, these go into more depth than sort of simply looking at, you know, what's, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? Um, and the per you ask sort of the person you send it to questions like, uh, what do I provide for people that's uniquely me? Or what should I give myself more credit for? And, you know, the answers to some of these questions, when I sort of read them through after they were sent back to me, had actually quite a profound effect. You know, some of them made me, some really sort of questioned negative views that I'd been holding about myself um you know these the, the people I'd sent them to friends of mine um their yeah their responses really sort of made me reevaluate some of my views and to the point of sort of bringing tears to my eyes so it was really quite transformative in my self-awareness and of what I considered my strengths and weaknesses you know it really sort of gave me a bit of a kick in how I could grow personally so if if that's something that sounds interesting to you and you, you know you would love a blank copy of that questionnaire then do feel free to contact me 
as always, I'm happy to share things that I found useful in my own life. And as I've said, some of the things I've talked about in other episodes are also great tools for becoming more self-aware, you know, finding your values, personality tests, journaling, all things I've spent a lot of time looking at and understanding in order to become more aware of who I am and what motivates me and makes me tick. Now, ultimately, finding your values is something I think that cuts the core of who you are at a real fundamental level. But as I've done an episode on that recently, I won't particularly go into it now, but I would encourage you to go back to, I think it's episode three and listen to it if you haven't already, because I think becoming aware of your values, you know, what you live your life by, such a crucial crucial aspect of self-awareness that I believe everyone should do it at some point in their lives. You know, for me, it's a bit like pressing the reset button and it, you know, forces you to look into that mirror of who you are. And again, as I've said before, personality tests, journaling, and again, I promise I will do a whole episode dedicated to journaling at some point, because I think it's, while I think it's so useful, I actually think it's quite misunderstood maybe. And I think maybe not so much as it used to be, but I still think that it is a bit misunderstood. I think people are a bit put off by it as they maybe have a perception of it and that it's a bit like keeping a diary and, you know, why would 30 year old men and 30 year old men might worry they'll be mistaken for, you know, a 13 year old if they journal. And that's not specifically men, that men and women, but I have found often with men, it's, they are more reluctant to journal. Um, But anyway, I think both personality tests and journaling can be really useful on that sort of discovery of self-awareness. And I think it's important to understand as well that becoming more self-aware is absolutely not changing who you are or becoming a different person. I think being more self-aware is purely about understanding more about who you are, you know, answering that, who am I question? And, you know, it's a never ending journey. And I think that's a good thing. I think we should constantly evaluate ourselves and look at the areas of ourselves we've neglected or we're uncomfortable with, you know, question the views we hold about who we are, whether they're still relevant or if actually we've grown more than we give ourselves credit for maybe in a certain area. And I think self-awareness is about, more about becoming the best version of ourselves, you know, adjusting and adapting as we learn more. And when you know more about who you are, the more you can grow. And when you focus on personal growth, your mindset, your outlook, I think everything about your life grows with it. And it can be tough at first and it can hurt and it can feel a bit like you're going backwards at times. But I really think it is that one step back for two steps forward. I I truly, really do believe that. So, I'll leave you now with a quote from an American businesswoman, Sheryl Sandberg, about self-awareness that particularly resonated with me today. We cannot change what we are not aware of, but once we are aware, we cannot help but change. Thanks for listening to the Mind Your Mindset podcast with me, Sam Hufford, and see you in the next episode. (laughs) 